gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the author, the novelist, the dancer, the educator, and so many other things, but certainly... For our purposes, she is the wonderful talk show host and radio and podcast show host, and she can be heard on 124 different outlets. She's the subject of two documentaries, the author of several books. Melissa Itell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, a little worried about this Delta variant. I'm sure you've heard something about this, right? It's all over the place. Uh, oh, yeah. What what are we hearing about it? Uh, that it is um, it, it 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 can be caught even if you have the the vaccine, and uh, it's um, I don't, what are they saying that they, it it may have appeared sooner than we think, and it's made its way into you know on American shores, and uh, you know uh, if you're unvaccinated, then you really have something to worry about. Yeah, no, that's that's what I've been hearing as well. I do hear, and again, I don't want to give any false hope or false information out, but I, I have heard that if you're vaccinated, that you don't get hit that hard with it. And right, but it, you can also spread it if you happen to have it. So it's, you know, this, this being vaccinated is not a 100% foolproof either. No, th- that's true. Um, are they saying that it's, it's heavier than the original uh, virus, or uh, do they have any? I, I, I hate to use this term, but do they have a death count on it yet? How many people have lost their lives to the uh, Delta variant? Yeah, I'm not sure what the latest figures are, but they say, that according to the CDC and other officials, that it's it, it's more it's more severe than the the original variant, and it spreads as easily as some other communicable disease, you know, old-fashioned communicable disease like chickenpox. And that if you are not vaccinated, you are at, at a very high risk of getting it, and you could get very ill. Uh, and, and I guess depending on your health, you you might end up in the hospital, and you could you, know, you could you could it could be fatal. And if you're vaccinated, you could get symptoms of it. You won't get hit as as badly, but you could pass your symptoms of it. So it, this is a very tricky thing, and it's you know it's frustrating say the least and now this is why the, the there's talk of, of going back to a mask mandate and and perhaps in the future um locking down in some places if things really start to get out of hand and you know how that's sitting with a lot of people who've been through this already went through the you know the vaccination uh rigmarole and now have, uh, ready to just burn their masks and now have to deal with this you know i was interviewed on news 12 the other day um, I, I was just happened to be in the, the parking lot, and I saw, uh, not Aaron Colton, who was it, uh, Sherry Ihorn, and, uh-huh. and I, uh, I, I asked if I was in their shot, and, and she said no, she was there with a camera person, and then, you know, we reintroduced, I've met her somewhere along the line, but News 12 here on Long Island, in case you're listening uh-huh. elsewhere, and they were in the parking lot of a Target that I was going to pick something up, and... And and I said, uh, it, what what are you what are you guys working on? And and she said, we're um, you know the ma- the CDC has has suggested to put a mandate back, you know, like you, you know, for people to wear masks. 
And they said, what do you think? And I said, well, I mean, if we have to wear masks, uh, you know, we, we have to wear them. I said, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'll do what's best for society. And she said, uh, we're getting a lot of that. Um, you know, what she said is, you know, we, we don't have anybody saying uh, we don't have anyone saying, hey, right. We, we, I don't want to wear a mask. So when I went into Target. There are a lot of young, I, I was going to say kids, I don't know if that's derogatory, but, you know, kids, I got y- young people that yeah. age, you yeah, know, 20 year old. Yeah, I got a kid. Yeah, young people, and they shouldn't be offended. Yeah. But uh, I saw a bunch of young people behind the counter at the customer service where I was picking the thing up, and I said, um, by the way, News 12 is out there. They said, yeah, what are they doing? I said, uh, masks. I said, is there anybody here anti-mask? And this one young woman said, I'm anti-mask. I want to, you know, oh, I want to talk. And I said, well, I don't know, you know if you're going to get fired wearing that Target shirt. And she said, I don't care. I'm going to speak out against it. I said, well, come out. Maybe you got another shirt you could put on or something. So she walked out, and I said, hey, Sherry, i got a, an anti-masker here for you. And uh, and a couple of the people were, were in there. They were like, yeah, you know, I'm against the mask. And and she asked Sherry Ihorn if she had a, um, a, you know, a, a, a different shirt for her and she said no and I had one in there so I threw her a couple of shirts yeah. and she just put it right on top of her sh- target shirt and and yeah. she I, I didn't hear what she had to say but I know they aired her and mm-hmm. uh, it, you know again you know she was raving at one point a I think a superior came out and walked the woman back in to the store and uh-huh. You know, uh, and and Sherry was saying, oh, she's not getting in trouble or something like that. But anyway, that's, you know, that's just kind of a synopsis of where uh, we are maybe as uh, as a society. Maybe most people are uh, at this point, you know, I mean, as sick as we are about the mask, they might be like, hey, we can't, you know, we can't start dying here. Uh, Frank McKay here. More importantly, Melissa, I tell dot com is where everyone should go. Uh, Melissa, uh, what, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, uh, if if somebody asked you from News 12 or anywhere, what do you think about a new mask mandate? It would be very frustrating, I imagine, but what would you say? Well, I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but I guess it's, I would say I probably saw it coming. You know, when this this thing is not going to disappear into thin air, you know, right away. And, and they were warning that there are variants, and then people have been kind of uh, cavalier about um about wearing them in the first place. I mean, yeah, we've, you know, I think we've earned the right to say, okay, we put up with this last year. Thankfully, we got through it. Maybe we, some of us were less fortunate. We, we got it. We were in the hospital or we knew people who were hospitalized and died or, or worse yet were in the nursing homes that, that Governor Cuomo stacked with, with COVID patients and they, yes. these elderly residents died and we couldn't even see them. And now we've come through this, this you know, this horrible thing and, and, and we got the shot and we're here. We're standing, and maybe it's time now we can breathe a little more freer. And here, this, here comes this, this, you know, this news that well, you know what? We've got a lot of unvaccinated people, and you can't force people to take the vaccine. People have reasons, and some of them are are, are quite personal. Others are are actually legitimate. There's some people who are who are uh, allergic to ingredients in to, in the vaccine. Others who have medical conditions that might pose risks for them. To take the vaccine, so they have they have uh, legitimate reasons for not taking it. And then there are others who who protest on uh, I guess personal grounds, you know, like or, or that this is a chemical. Why am I shooting chemicals into myself that are going to change my DNA? And I'm not going to be told what to do. I mean, you can't tell people what to do. 
Um, but when it comes down to hospital workers, medical workers, and I don't mean just doctors, but I mean nursing staffs and other staff and, and doctors' offices who say, "I haven't gotten it yet. I'm waiting. What are you waiting for?" That you know, then you know you have a lot to, to question. Uh, and, and also, here's the other thing with schools. Remember, remember how the teachers' union were saying, and I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, New York City Department of Education. Yes. <laughs> we're not opening up until it's safe for our teachers. Well, guess what? They, it just, they just came out with the, the, with the statistics that a lot of the teachers are not vaccinated. So there, take your, your, you know, your whole uh, crusade and then dump it somewhere where nobody <laughs> sees it. And de Blasio at work again. You know, the, the great de Blasio. De Blasio. Michael, Michael McGrew, yes. another one, another one. I get, you know, and I shouldn't, I, I, I was a teacher, but I never like, I was never a fan of, of the New York City Department of Education. I don't teach right now, but I, I'm, I, I, like most people, I'm critical of what goes on with these unions and, and, and the, the lies that they perpetrate. And, they, and their teachers are, you know, they get very good funding for their teachers. Their teachers are well taken care of. Uh, better than a lot of other people after they retire. And some deserve the compensation, and, and, and there are others who don't. And the whole thing is a racket. And to perpetrate a lie like that is shameful when your own people, and you probably know it, are not even vaccinated. Yeah. So, no you know, doubt. teachers' unions, yeah, they, they, really sh- they really are a bunch. Yeah, uh, Melissa, I tell Joran is the voice you're hearing, Frank McKay here, urging everyone to check out the documentaries. Uh, I, Melissa, yeah, yeah, I mean, you said a mouthful there, and, and you're, you're right on. And uh, so much uh, can be said for hypocrisy in this whole thing. What, what do we know uh, about any kind of side effects? I know that, that certain people think, and I, you know, both of my, all four of my children have been, uh, have been vaccinated, but both of the, uh, the kids that are still here um, wanted to get vaccinated. Still here, meaning in the house with us, um, mm-hmm. wanted to uh, wanted to get vaccinated. Um, you know, so they didn't give it to us, or they didn't, you know, give it to someone else. That was their big concern. And uh, our other two guys that uh, have now since moved out, uh, they uh, they certainly wanted to get it. You know, for the same reason, they don't want to pass it on to people. But they're in both in living in Brooklyn, and they uh, they wanted to get it. You know, because they're going into different places and they're surrounded by people in the city and close proximity and so forth what do we know uh, about like concerns involving uh infertility right did we hear have we heard those as claims you know that that the um i i don't i don't think they're founded you know that, that i don't yeah, yeah i don't know i think those are um, there are there are mothers I, I've heard of them who have got actually gotten the, the the vaccine while they were expecting while they were carrying the child to term and the child the children were born fine now of course I think you have to talk to your doctor I know I, I can't dispense medical advice but um, is there people who who have all kinds of theories that if they don't they take it now they'll never be able to have kids which I think is totally unfounded because then. Uh, at this rate, you'll have a tremendous segment of the population who never takes a shot. Right, right. You know, it's um, 
Yeah, it, it, amazing. Uh, future mothers, I mean, future mothers, future fathers. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, amazing. I, I hope, uh-huh. I, you know, obviously, I, you know, we hope to have grandchildren one day, and, uh, uh, you know, I hope mm-hmm. that, uh, that none of these things are true. I, I can't imagine that the, um, the medical community would have let this go if it was going to uh, lower the, um, the chances of, uh, significantly lower the chances of, of people having children. I, I just don't see that. I don't see yeah, that. Yeah, I occurring. don't either. Well, uh, you know, I know someone who didn't get the uh, the shots because they were they were pregnant. I understand that one. You know, no mm-hmm. no question. I get that. Um, but you know, same same people are, are still concerned about uh, about the vaccine. But I think that there there's always been a concern about vac. I don't know about always been concerns, but there. Even before COVID, there were concerns about vaccines, and I don't know if they were founded. What What's your research on there? And you know, and again, uh, do you? I know you've done a lot of study, and uh, and you're the the mom of a special needs child. Uh, do you uh, Do you have any thoughts on uh, on vaccines and what their effects could have been on on society prior to this? Well, of course, there are there, there are risks, but they, you know, I know they pushed through this this vaccine pretty fast, and they did them. You know, they they, they, they I think they they did a, a stupendous job. And then, yes. by the way, they've been researching um, vaccines on SARS uh, viruses prior to this. Um, but it's better than being on totally unprotected. I mean, yes, it had this one it did have some side effects, but once you get over the, you know, you get over it for a day. You're fine. You're you you know you're halfway there to total you know pretty much um, full protection, um, but um, it, it, you know this goes back to some people who were around in the 50s who were kids in the 50s said that they were it, it reminded them of the polio um, the polio vaccine mission and uh, you know everybody you know wanted to get his or her kid uh, vaccinated back then because polio had no cure up until the uh, the the vaccine and kids were left um, uh, disabled because of it. So um, I don't know. It's better safe than sorry. I mean, it's you're taking a you're really gambling with your life if you don't get it, unless you have some medical condition that um, precludes you from taking it. I think it's best to look into it to ask your doctor. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I'm I'm all in, and and again, not to dismiss. The anti-vaxxers, I mean, look, we're Americans. You have the right to uh, to inject yourself or not inject yourself. Uh, certainly there. But uh, I, uh, my concern is with the, you know, roughly 40% of the people that are refusing, adults that are refusing to get um, vaccinated. And I'm just throwing that number out there. That was the last number I really heard that I took seriously, that it's about 40% of the uh, the population that uh, that doesn't. If you heard a different number, correct me. But uh, I, what I worry about is that the the Delta uh, variant is is going to wipe out those folks, and if it's heavier, that uh, that that we're going to have another mass uh, batch of deaths over this, and and that's certainly what we don't want to see. You know, you don't want to. So, you know, you, you, you don't want to be sitting there telling people, hey, we told you so. We told you to get the vaccine and, and you didn't do it. This is we're all in right. this together. And, and, you know, obviously we want people to, uh, to survive this regardless of what their view is on it. But I, I'm very, you know, I'm very concerned about those people. Is that who 
um, you're most concerned about? Is that what what we should be most concerned about, or um, uh, you know, is there another is there another segment of population that we're just not looking at? Children, for example. Children, and more importantly, hospital workers, medical workers. I mean, when you go to a, doc- a doctor's office, you assume, you know, with all the talk that's going around about vaccination, that your doctor, the, the nurse who comes to take your blood pressure and do your other vitals, uh, the other the other staff have been vaccinated. I mean, they come in contact with so many people. But when you hear that you know, this one didn't get the vaccine, I mean, it's alarming. When your, doc- your own doctor says no, we have some of them who are holding off, and you're wondering why are they holding off? What are they waiting for? You know, this is this really starts to become con- you know starts to become con- sound conspiratorial already. I mean, they really need to get vaccinated, and and some states are saying, you know, by September, you better get the vaccine or submit to daily testing. And I don't know if they're going to you know, enforce, uh, you know, we'll fire you. I mean, that could really open a can of worms. But, you know, if you're dealing with the public and health setting, I think it's, 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 imp- it's incumbent upon you to really, you know, get, get jabbed. And, and it's, it's astounding when your own doctor tells you, no, a lot of them didn't get, they don't want to take it. <laughs> yeah. what are they, what's the big secret here? What are they afraid of? What do they think? I mean, you're coming in contact with so many people. You know, eventually, even if you got COVID once, your immunity is going to run out. And you could be passing something to, to me, to the next person, or I could be passing something to you, and then you pass it on to your family, and then so forth and so on. And then this is how we, you know, we perpetuate the, the, the pandemic. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, the whole thing is, uh, is just uh, unheard of. I thought we were getting past it, and hopefully yeah. we are. Um, but th- this Delta variant is uh, is there. The other the other problem I have, and I, I'm not a big believer in the trust of all of the media. I'm not saying I'm not saying all of the media, but uh, there there are certain parts of me that might be conspiratorial thinking wise when it comes to uh, you know ratings and and people talking about it uh, when covid was going on and people were concerned we had big ratings just like when trump was president you know we had i don't i shouldn't say we had big rate we saw big ratings in uh, in the CNNs of the world and the MSNBCs and the anti trumpers and now the the folks that are talking about the uh, the vaccine and people that were talking about the, um, uh, you know, the, the pandemic in general, uh, Fox, you know, their ratings were bigger when both of those uh, things were there. And there's part of me that wonders whether the media is going to be straight with us or me- certain members of the media is going to be straight with us when we uh, when when we start hearing when we start hearing that um that uh, the Delta variant is this or that, you know, either pro, not not pro, but either extreme um, concerns for it or or blowing it off. Are we getting the straight dope from the media? Your take on that? Now, first of all, I'm a big believer in the Delta variant. It's it's there. I mean, it's proof positive. But uh, are you completely confident that we will get a uh, a straight dope from the? Uh, from the media when it comes to anything pandemic-related? I don't know if we're getting all the... I mean, look at the CDC. It seems you know, now they're backtracking on on, uh, on mask um, proposals. 
And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is just so political. I don't know what to believe anymore. Right. I mean, that's how I feel. That's where I am. And where are we with uh, mask mandates now? I mean, we. Um, uh, I heard, and, and I think the last time you and I spoke, uh, a, a you know one of the celebrities that I just had interviewed said they they mandated. Uh, masks in in los angeles again i haven't even followed up to see if that's true or not true or if they're enforcing it if they just put it out there and then you know the the cdc uh you know the day that i i ran into news 12 and did a little interview with them uh, what is what is the current mandate if any from uh from the cdc have they are they suggesting it are they considering it or is it is it an absolute mandate to wear considering, Yeah, they're considering calling that back. You know, they're saying that it's even if you're fully vaccinated, you should wear a mask when you're in groups in public. You're in a, a mask in a mask group. Let's say you go, you know, now you're they're filling up. They're they're going to reopen um, Broadway in, in September, and many um, many performing arts venues are being are are, are getting uh, a reopening as well T- tickets are being sold seats are being filled for this coming fall uh, we're seeing people co- spectators return to, uh, to 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 sports arenas uh, the nba draft was last night not that i'm a big fan but i i happened to catch it and nobody there was you know this is they were saying um you know, oh, this is a, you know, we're back in, in person since la- first time since, since since two years ago, whatever. Everybody's sitting there no, with no masks on. So now the, the CDC is saying oh, maybe we should be wearing masks when we go in, in the midst of, of such uh, public events, when there are, there are a lot of people. We shouldn't just be so cavalier about it and say, oh, well, I got the vaccine. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm Superman. <laughs> Everything bounces <laughs> off me. Right. Yeah. And yeah, right. That's uh, uh, that's there. But where I, I, I just think we're the type of society that doesn't like to turn around and go backwards. And, oh, yeah. Well, who yeah. who does? Yeah, who it, does? It's true. But you 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 nailed it. The, the NBA draft is the first uh, big event that I know of that that's so visible and so recognizable that has happened since the CDC is has uh, uh, started floating this di- idea of uh, making masks mandatory again. Frank McKay here once again urging everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing with uh, this show and, and a wonderful host, Melissa itel Uh Any number of places you could, uh, you could hear the back uh, radio shows and podcasts. And if you uh, if if you so desire, binge listen to everything, but a lot of shows to to do. But you you could kind of cherry pick and go through what your interests are. But we encourage you to binge listen to uh, to so many of the shows in the past. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itel Jern and Melissa. I think um, they they float things like this to see what the what the public will uh, will consider or tolerate. And I don't know if, if that's what they do. Sometimes I don't know what the hell the CDC is doing, to be honest with you. They they come up with statements, and then they take back statements, and they do. And I guess they're the only game in town, so we really have to, you know, we have to deal with that. We have to tolerate that kind of uh, situation. But what's your overall uh, assessment of the, of the CDC? I mean, they're kind of mixed reviews. 
Yeah, there there are mixed reviews with this this group uh, led by uh, uh, the present head, Dr. Uh, Dr. Rochelle um, Rolinsky. Yeah. Um, uh, I think uh, you know she's. I don't know. She's been, you know, kind of. I don't know if I wouldn't say wishy-washy, but she's one minute she's crying, you know, she's crying, uh, you know, the, she's crying wolf, and then and she's saying, "I'm scared, I'm worried that all these people would die." And then you hear that that the numbers have come down, right. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and she's, "Oh, we're going to relax everything." Now she's she's they they get her at the point where are we going to go back to a mask mandate? And she's almost uh, she's not quite there to commit but that but she's she's kind of veering toward that i don't know i guess that's typical biden administration yeah uh, what are they saying what what is what is the biden administration currently saying have you heard anything come out of them that that is saying either we're moving towards uh we're tw- moving towards a rosier future or oh, we better watch this Delta variant is going to pull us right back. You know he doesn't want to. He, he doesn't want to shut down the economy again. He doesn't want to do all these things. He wants to move forward. Um, I, I can't. Oh, he, yeah. Oh the, oh, the president wants to open schools in September. He wants everybody back in school. Yeah. In person. I imagine that makes that makes a lot of people happy. Is there is there anyone who's screaming too soon? Too soon. I don't think so. I mean, of course, you have these teachers. I know I don't. I'm I, I'm I'm hitting on teachers these days. Um, <laughs> but um, there are some who are saying, um, you know, maybe not so fast. Maybe we shouldn't have everybody back because this is where it will start. You know, the the unvaccinated kids will start send you know infecting each other, and then it'll get to the adults and vice versa. I don't know. And then, you know, you can be so cautious, but you're cautious to a point because you can't guarantee anything. You know, they could be disinfecting every day, but yet somebody will come down with something. And, and, and some schools have their quarantine protocols. If you, in as much as sneeze um, or cough, you have to go home um, and wait, uh, you know, or in, you know, ten days or something like that. Or if you you had a, a stomach bug, you have to go home and you can't come back for another fourteen days, unless you want to submit to a test. Wow. Well, some kids do not want to go for a test. They can't. I mean, they just they can't tolerate that. Yeah. No. That's. Uh, listen, we're it, we're in a we're in an unusual situation, and. Uh, you know, this, again, is virgin territory because, uh, you know, this is the aftermath or the supposed aftermath of a pandemic, which means we got through the tough part. And now uh, we we have to get through uh, a, a situation where we're all hoping that it's not uh, it's not going back to, to where it was. So, again, this turns into virgin ter- one, t- uh, territory once again. If we... Um, you know, if we uh, just move forward and uh, and and dive through, are we uh, uh, submitting ourselves to uh, to worst possible uh, situation? What could you see as the? And again, you're not an alarmist. I, I consider you a very, you know, a, a very level-headed person, right? I, and and <laughs> I, I like to think I'm level-headed as well. No, you are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. What, what an even keeled, right? What is? What is our worst case scenario here, right? I I've got to believe those of us who are vaccinated are going to 
are going to be all right even if we get it. Uh, and I don't mean completely all right. I mean, we're going to have it's, it's going to be terrible if we get it, even if we have the uh, uh, the well, it's going to be terrible for certain people if we get it, even if we are vaccinated. My my question to you, I guess, is is what is the worst case scenario? We, we lose a lot of uh, members of our society who didn't get vaccinated, uh, maybe some vulnerable folks that uh, that that aren't there. Um, I, I guess the worst case scenario is that it morphs into mutates into something much worse and it gets through our vaccine. Right. So our vaccine will be uh, helpless uh, as opposed to so I, I guess that's where we are. But nobody's quite saying that yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're talking about a booster shot as the eventuality, but I, I I haven't heard anything about when that's going to be ready. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's... I, or, well, when they're going to suggest to take it. I think it's so hard to get people to take it in the first place that they're going to be really reluctant to to spring it on us early because people are going to yeah. say, whoa, 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 a booster shot? Then we're going to start yeah, just, seeing drop-off. Right. Yeah, I just went through this. I just waited. I waited to get my appointment for the first shot, and I went through hell with that. And, well, I, I, and, and then I finally, you know, I got the second appointment, and I had to take off from work. I had to take off this, or I had to go to a different place. And, and you know, so I'm not going to sign up for an appointment for a booster <laughs> shot. I'm not going to go through that again, sit there and wait. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've heard something about a Lambda variant. Have you heard about this, Lambda and yes, yes, that's another variant. Yes, and I don't know if it's more severe. I don't know if it's if it's if it's uh, it originated in India. I think the Delta variant originated in India. Yeah. So what? Uh, how many different variants are they talking about? And you know, I don't expect you to have the information right at your fingertips, but uh, there there are several, right? It's not dozens yeah. or oh, anything yeah. like that. There, it's not, it's not there like are several. I don't know their names offhand, but there are there are many that are not, you know, not as. Uh, immediate uh, popular uh, as, as, as the, the, the Delta and the lam- Lambda are, and we don't know about them. We're not, we're, you know, they're not, uh, they're not thrown around a lot, but there are many that are probably well known to the, you know, the medical community, to the researchers, the immunologists, and, and other, you know, and other specialists like that. Uh, but um, the Delta one is the, is the you know, is, is hot now in, in the news. I was going to use the same term. It's it's the hot variant, you know. It's the yes. one that's that's there. We're not quite seeing, and I haven't been watching that closely. I have to admit, but we're not quite seeing the same reaction. And I guess you know maybe they're they're worried about criticism. You know, the CNNs of the world and the Foxes of the world, but mm-hmm. we're not seeing the the running number. You know, deaths per day or. Or, um, or or cases. I, I don't know that we're seeing that. I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong. But the uh, I, I guess the big um, the 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 big thought that comes to my mind is if they're not doing that, it means there's not a lot to report. I'm not hearing. You know, we're we're still losing x amount of people per day to the Delta variant where we're losing this many people to coronavirus. Are, are we still hearing, am I just missing it? Are we still hearing a, a death count, a death total for uh, day by day? Do we still have that going on or is that a thing of the past? Um, yeah, well, we're not getting the big, you know, Cuomo uh, um, telecast of the day, you know, <laughs> 
What's the joke? Coffee with Cuomo. Here's Governor Cuomo. <laughs> fill your fill your coffee hour with with news and information. <laughs> no. yeah, we we had his count going up of accusers. I remember that. You know, we had we had that going. So you had in one in one corner of our eye, we could look at the at the folks that were uh, were were having the trouble with the uh, with the um, with the pandemic and. Uh, and, and out of our left eye, we were seeing the uh, accusers going up and up. Uh, we're, we've seen both of those issues die down. And, uh, you know, Andrew Cuomo, by the way, has has shown all the bad guys in the world. If you want to get through, if you want to get through um, a scandal, just ride it out. People will forget about it sooner or later. And right That's now, right, I don't know right. that anybody has forgotten about it, but it's certainly no. cooled down. He's not a hot topic at this point. No, no. I mean, he did. He was uh, he he was questioned for ten hours. There was a a hearing, a closed door hearing that the uh, state attorney general's office conducted uh, a few weekends ago, and uh, he was he was answering questions for ten hours. But that was closed door, so I don't know. But he's you know he's he's got his supporters. He's he did his big you know multi million dollar celebrity studies fundraiser. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there's talk of, of uh, what would happen if, let's say, um, uh, you know, there are the Republicans are talking about who they've, you know, of, of, of putting up. Um, Lee Zeldin. Yes, Lee Zeldin. And, and then Giuliani's son. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, is, he wants to get in on the action. There's a, you know, there are people who say he, he could probably overtake Lee Zeldin for the, the nomination. I don't know. I'm not sure. He's, he's what, is he 35 years old? And yeah. I'm not sure what his real experience is. I know he's a good golfer. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not a job requirement, or it's not it's not in the job description. It helps. It helps. I mean, it will help. I mean, you you know, you got to go. You got to you know, you got to get some big bucks from people, and you know, play golf at some of these fancy clubs. It comes in handy. Well, I, I I always think of when a young guy that you know, and that's young to me, thirty five. Um, a young guy is a very good golfer. That meant he had a lot of time on his hands. It's a yes. you know, it's a game. And again, I don't want to put down golf. I've I played a little pitch and putt, which is uh, uh, which isn't what it sounds. Like. It's not putt putt. Uh, pitch and putt is like um, you don't drive. But, you know, par three courses on, on the beaches over there, Jones Beach or, or Robert Moses. But um you know, you you don't you don't drive, and it's a much shorter game. With golf, it's always been my understanding that uh, that a full game of golf is roughly five hours, and I guess if you're not that good, five or or five and a half hours. And I don't know who the heck has that kind of time. I I, I wish I had it, and I and kudos to those who have it. But I I just have never had that kind of time to uh to spend and uh and, and to do it so when i hear about somebody being a good golfer like andrew giuliani i always think to myself you know what he might have had a lot of time on his hands he's probably a rich kid have, yeah you know <laughs> he did work in the in the trump white house yeah that's I, interesting yes yes so he you know so but he wants you know there he's got his supporters who want him to take over to, to take lee zeldin's place yeah, no. Well, li- that's going to happen. Yeah, well, uh, listen, we'll we'll yeah. see. Um, it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, play. Uh, Lee Zeldin is a right to lifer, by the way, and he's uh, mm-hmm. he's a very conservative, uh, Trump supporting. But you know, I guess that that uh, that doesn't hurt him in the primary because Andrew Cuomo is certainly a a Trump supporting 
uh, candidate. But the, the right to life issue is is a problem in New York State. I mean, it, we haven't we, we've elected a couple of prominent Republicans, Pataki three times, but he was pro-choice and mm-hmm. uh, and Rudy Giuliani twice. He was pro-choice and Bloomberg, uh, you know, really wasn't a Republican. He was an independent. Uh, but uh, in the beginning, he was a Republican, switched over to right, Republican. Right. Actually, he was a Democrat first. Yep. He became a Republican and then he went back in because he thought he was going to run for president originally. And then, you know, uh, he became an independent. He didn't. And then he then he actually ran for the Democratic nomination. You saw how they, you know, how yep. they uh, pillared him. Uh, well, those first two parts I was in on, you know, when he switched yeah. over to uh, Republican, uh, we endorsed him. And, you know, if we didn't, you know, and, the, and when I say we, the Independence Party, uh, didn't, we would have had Mayor Green, God forbid, rather than Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. So as much as everyone wants yeah. to cringe about saying Mayor Bloomberg, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mayor Green would have been uh, a heck of a lot right. worse. And I'm not saying right, that, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just saying for the presidency, for he ran as a Democrat, thinking you know he had he had Judge Judy's endorsement. By the way, I don't yeah. know if that's <laughs> <laughs> Judge Judy wants me to be president. I don't know if that's enough, really. Oh, they they eviscerated. I mean, uh, um, uh, our favorite uh, Pocahontas senator eviscerated him, um, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Senator Warren. Elizabeth yes, Warren really, you know, she did a job on him. Um, and he just walked away with his head hanging, <laughs> and he got he got a few votes. His biggest his biggest uh, win in Samoa. Yeah, uh, um, American Samoa, right? American yeah. Samoa. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a, that, yeah, that's something a, that's to be a, really proud of. Yeah. Well, he spent well, a tremendous amount of money, a tremendous yeah. amount of money well, to win. At least, um, at least he has lifelong friends in American Samoa. Yeah. Hey, listen. Don't sneeze at you know you never know maybe that's going to be mean something one day, I doubt that's it. Right. But uh, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> there is a chance. There's always a chance. You know, look, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all things are possible. Well, anyway, uh, the uh, the point about Bloomberg is that it, it, as a Republican and is running as a Repo- you know Republican endorsed candidate three times and being victorious, he was pro-choice. Uh, so was Rudy Giuliani twice, and so was Pataki, who won statewide uh, three times pro-choice. Um, the interesting thing about Zeldin is, is going to be, uh, can he win as a pro-life Republican candidate? And and I guess, you know, s- several things could happen. There could be splintered uh, independent lines uh, from people primarying Andrew Cuomo, and he could have... You know, a bunch of Cynthia Nixon type people kind of stuck on the line pulling votes for him. And if Zeldin is running alone, you know, unopposed on the Republican side, guess what? You know, you could splinter enough votes and, uh, you know, enough people are angry. Uh, maybe he can win as a pro life Republican, but it's, it's certainly an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. It is. It can be. But uh, we have to see. I don't know. I mean, they say that, that, that Cuomo could could fold i don't i i don't know he's not acting as though he's in danger of folding anytime soon no are, are you familiar with the term shameless and uh, <laughs> if it, <laughs> <laughs> yes i think so yeah shameless people don't <laughs> don't fold you know they just kind of they just kind of go on proudly they just go on and they can look in the mirror they they're they they, they have no conscience and yeah. that makes it a lot easier to get by <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't think uh, I don't think Cuomo's folding. Yeah, if if he gets tra- if he gets indicted maybe or if he gets gets handcuffed. I mean he's uh, you know he doesn't have to leave, but you know he uh, 
um, he certainly it, it would it would push him to leave. Maybe if they they said, hey, we're gonna we're going after you. We're really really going after you at the federal level, and and you could end up in prison for a significant time. Then he would get out and cut a deal. And by the way, nineteen million dollars is what he has on hand. Mm-hmm. Nineteen million dollars. It's um, tremendous uh, uh, amount of money compared to all his uh, all, all other suitors of the uh, of the governor's mansion. Anyway, getting back to where we started, Delta variant. Uh, Melissa, any last thoughts on the Delta variant? It's kind of you know hurry up and wait, or we'll see what happens. In my mind, uh, that's that's where we are, and and you hope and you pray for the for the best, and that uh, the folks that are getting this aren't going to get hit that hard, and and that the rest of us um, aren't going to be uh, spreaders of the Delta variant. Uh, we have, I think, we have to be careful. We we just can't be, um, you know, cavalier about it. I know it it feels good to be able to walk it out and not have to worry about a mask and. And perhaps uh, after being vaccinated and, and retaining our hygiene, and I mean, we should have done that before, washing your hands, yep. that shouldn't have been something new to people. I mean, my mother was ahead of the game. She always had made sure I washed my hands when I came in from the street, when I touched something before eating. Very, very super clean, and to some people that's excessive, but you know what? It's made a lot of sense. And, and she was way ahead of the game. And, and uh, I, I know people today, I, and I, I'm not going to mention names, and I'm, 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 I'm just astounded when they, they tell me they don't even wash. They don't wash their hands oh when they God. come in from the street. They, wear the, they don't even launder their clothes. I'm, some people may think I'm crazy, but they don't even launder their underwear daily, and they wonder why they get, they get fungus, yeah. a, a fungus. I, I, can't, I don't know what century are you living in. I mean, do you know public, uh, you know, basic, basic sanitary practices, basic hygiene in this day and age. I mean, it's, I, I shudder to think what these, what people like that teach their children, if anything. They probably let their, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing now that people, and this is probably a topic for another day, that some people feel you don't have to bathe daily. Oh I don't know. God. I don't oh agree God, with that. Disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't deal with that. I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not getting on that train. Yeah, you know, I, I've. I've almost been uh, uh, accused of being OCD as far as hand washing. You know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. you, you know, sure. <laughs> it's the hands, your hands are the filthiest part of your body. You know, I mean, it's, uh, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you're touching everything with it. And, and before you right. put anywhere near your mouth or your eyes oh, or, God. you know, wherever. Oh, my God. Oh, especially the eyes. Yes. Yeah. Even pre pandemic. You know, you you touch a, a, a surface that you're it's a questionable surface, and you start, you know, you're rubbing your eye or, or whatever, or you're, you're taking care of of, of, a, of a newborn, or or, or you you take care of pets. Let's say, yeah. How you know you you really should wash your hands after taking care of your pet. I mean, and I always do. I tell you, I feel guilty doing it because it, you know I feel like, you know, I'm I'm like uh, I, I don't know putting myself in a, a bubble with the with the pets. But I I do. I love my pets. I pet them. Right. But when I'm done mm-hmm. petting them, I wash my hands and, and then right. I'm done. Well, I'll use my foot, you know, like gently to uh, you know to, I don't wash my feet after I pet you know touch them with my feet, but I'll, I'll stroke them or uh, you know scratch them a little with the with my bare foot or something like that. But I, look, hands. I have been I've been carrying around hand sanitizer since they started selling it in stores. When Purell came on the market, I I think I was their biggest uh, their biggest buyer, and uh, you know and 
plus, even though I do that, I still go in, inside and watch. I don't want to be a germaphobe. I'm I'm worried mm-hmm. that I, you know, I've turned my kids into somewhat of a germaphobes, uh, each each one of them. But I, it's it, look, it, you know, if if you sneeze, you you go wash your hands immediately. If you uh, if you touch anything, any any kind of surface, there are germs all over the place. Right. I don't want to sound yeah. like a maniac, but it, you know, the, we're we're learning or we're being retaught through a pandemic you know how we should have been behaving all along and if we if we act that way in the first place i think we're going to have less colds we're going to have less viruses we're going to have less all kinds yeah, of I things mean, it, and yeah. and things should be opening up I, I, again final thoughts on all of this um yeah just exactly what you said i mean it's all about sanitation these are things that we we should we should always be doing it especially now um but again, um, I, I, I see now why we may have to wear masks again, because when you do go into a public setting and if you are intending to go, you know, back to the movie theater and the movie theaters are, are open in, in, in my area, they, the movie theater went out of business. But there are movie theaters that are open. I don't know what they're doing, how they're seating and what, what's going on. But, you know, they, they, there's, there, are, there are places of business that have signs. Uh, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, they're, they're doing the honor system. How do I know that the next person is telling the truth? Right. Um, so, yeah, and, and especially if you're going to go to the NBA draft. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm sure the people are all well-intentioned. They look, it, it look, look like a nice crowd, but is everybody really? Can we be so certain that everybody there is vaccinated? Uh, no so way. I think we're going to have – yeah, right. I think we're going to have to wear a mask when we're in, 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 in crowds. And especially if, if we are riding, you know, if we're, if we're riding on a plane. I don't know what's going on on the planes these days, but if you're riding on the train or the plane, I think you're going to have to wear a mask. And definitely if you're going, you know, you're going you're gonna to go sh- shopping this later this year, Christmas shopping, I think, you know, you really have to take precautions and, and um, just hope that uh, we, get, we get by with the, this Delta variant. But I think, you know, when, as the weather gets colder, things are going to change. Yeah, no question about it. Melissa, I tell John, thank you. As always, uh, uh, great show. You. And to everyone out there, guys, get your vaccines, please. Yeah. Uh, real easy to get them now. There's uh, there's no waiting, right? You, I think you can immediately no, get them. No, you can walk in. They're, they're free to you. Uh, they, they don't do not. I, I, they don't uh, charge you. And. Um, it's really easy. Your, your local drugstore, your local pharmacy, like uh, CVS or Rite Aid or 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 uh, what is it, Walgreens. Yep. Um, they have the shots, and I I don't even know if you have to make an appointment. I don't know if it's even necessary. You may have to wait a little bit, but you know, do it. And and, and if you have children who are of a certain age, uh, I think it's over over twelve. If your child, you know, is healthy, uh, I'm sure he or she is eligible. And of course, there are people who have, um, who have other, you know, other things to to consider: medical conditions, allergies to ingredients. That is, that would be between you and your doctor. No doubt about it, Melissa. I tell Jorn, everyone, and go to Melissa. I tell Jorn. Dot com. Watch the documentaries. And thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jern Show.
You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.